I am a Marine, and I like to run my head into the wall, and I like to eat crayons. All right, welcome back. Part two here of the MyFit Podcast, Chris Geesking. The Coach, G-Factor. Coach Kyle Spears and Tony, our audio guy. We're sitting here at MyFit Fitness tonight. So we want to talk a little bit more about kind of what some members can uh, take away from this podcast. So Kyle, uh, what what are some things that maybe you would tell an average just parent CrossFitter that does one hour a day, four days a week? What are just some advice, piece of advice you kind of give to them for just longevity or enjoyment doing the sport? Yeah, uh, lifestyle is like key for that. Um, I know I've previously said that I'm like, I coach kind of like based off of lifestyle, um, but like ensuring that you're sleeping, uh, you're not eating a bunch of like food that's going to make your inflammation levels rise. Like if you haven't gotten a food sensitivity test, like get a food sensitivity test that might help. Um, and then, um, you know, cooling down after workouts, like that's going to create the most longevity possible for you to kind of maintain and sustain this for, for term. Cool. Awesome. Uh, quick question for you. We're going to dive into this athlete. This athlete has been trying to improve his deadlift. He's talking about himself. I am not talking about myself. <laughs> He's talking about himself. Okay. Chris, tell, tell everybody so, what your okay, goal is. So ba- okay, so I'm trying to get to 405 yeah. deadlift. I yeah, don't four know wheels, baby. Each yeah, side. I just want that. I just want to lift four plates. <laughs> well, why? The reason why yeah, is it, why. The, the why is I have never been able to be that strong. Okay. I've always got up to a certain point. And I think a lot of people can relate with this. I think there's a lot of people in our gym that get to like this one strength hurdle where the numbers just kind of stop. Yeah. And they're, they're stuck and they're coming to our classes. So it's like, if we don't program like, you know, ideally for them to get stronger, Mm -hmm. then they, then they don't get strong, but then it's always, all right, well then hire a coach. Yeah. Hire your personal coach and then then you can go. But if you were just going to give the advice of like, okay, I'm going to get this, this guy strong in, you know, just deadlifting or hinging pattern off the ground, pulling four, four Four wheels, wheels, baby. Uh, (laughs) What, what is your straight up advice to this person? Uh, Yeah. I think like, uh, Creating a lot of glute awareness, um, glute strength, post hamstring strength, posterior chain strength in general, um, uh, would be like general advice. How you do that might look different per person. But, um, the other thing is like, I see a lot of the times, like, uh, you know, somebody has a goal of hitting 405 on a deadlift, um, or like in a group class, they have a goal of hitting like, let's say like 385 on a deadlift or something like that. Um, and they max out their deadlift and they hit 365 and they're like, ah, well, I didn't get it. Might as well, you know, get distracted. Like distraction is a big thing. And, you know, three months later they come back to their goal. Well, they just wasted three months of training at that point in time that they could have been doing extra stuff. I have never been distracted. So I think like a lot of the time, if you, if you have a goal outside of group classes, I think you need to stay focused on that goal and even if it you don't achieve it in like max deadlift day in class, like staying dedicated to that goal and maybe readdressing what you're doing for accessory work after the class or whatever um, is how you're going to achieve that goal. And right. like consistency is is what breeds um, you know success. And 
I think a lot of time people just get distracted or they say they want things they may not necessarily want yeah. or want to do the work for. Or want to do the work for. That's a good yeah. point, too. And speaking so, of wanting to do the work for, if like, so let's say that's a goal for somebody that's taking classes. Mm-hmm. What would you say, like, um, like you know, you, you gave the glute activation and that stuff. What would you say, like, three days a week, stay after class and do something like that? Or, um, I mean, how, how much time would you say to give to somebody and it would, is it something like coming after a class coming or skip a workout and do that instead or kind of how much time would you devote to something like that yeah um i mean uh, uh you know if it, it i think it's going to depend a lot on your goal like let's we'll use the deadlift sure. example um you know you're probably wanting to pull heavy one time a week and then maybe moderate loads or some accessory to another time a week and then maybe do some like um you know, activation work or like higher rep activation work on the third time of the week or eccentric work, something like that. Mm. Um, so, you know, for that goal, it might be three times a week. Um, if they have goals of getting like a muscle up or something like that, um, and they're weak, like then we probably want to work on upper body pulling two times a week, um, outside of group classes, um, and then not touch it after that because CrossFit has a lot of upper body pulling and I might make one like, uh, you know, weighted work and then another one like, uh, kind of like accessory, maybe a little bit more lat activation work. And then you're, they're probably going to end up touching upper body pulling inside the week. So, you know, three days is plenty of that. Um, going outside of that, you're probably looking at overusing tissues at yeah, that point. So about three yeah. days a week on that. That, that would make sense there. Another big thing that we see in the gym is people want to get either their first pull-up or get better at pull-ups. And um, obviously it's very client dependent, but what, what are some things you could give to some people to get better at getting their freaking chin over the bar? What are some, do you have any accessory exercises or maybe just something for somebody to help them get their first pull-up or get a couple pull-ups? Yeah. I mean, um, I've always taught like you need strict pull-ups before kipping pull-ups. So always develop the strength for the strict pull-up before you develop the kipping mechanics. Um, so I think a lot of that is dependent on scapular work. You can work a lot of eccentrics for that. For females, they're going to need a little bit more weighted work. Um, the, uh, the eccentric work, what I've found, and Max kind of told me this at Training Think Tank, was like it tends to be a little bit more um, muscular endurance for them um, than it does actual strength work. So they're going to need to do a little bit more weighted work to get them stronger. You're talking about body. like lat pull downs? Or- um, yeah, if you guys have a lat pull down machine, hell yeah. That's like. I wish that was in like every CrossFit right. gym. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what other weighted? Um, what what other like, weighted things? Yeah, so like you could do like weighted eccentrics with a vest, like have them jump up, chin over the bar, eccentric. Um, you could do weighted pull-ups, um, weighted vest ring rows, or single arm um, rope pull or rope pull-ups, um, are all some things you can do. But I always want to make sure their pulling mechanics are good before they go and kind of work the strength. And DJ can attest to this. Sure. Like his biceps always blew up during chest bars. Came down to training think tank, I think last year, yep. some, last year sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I watched him do uh ring row or pull up. I can't remember which one. I think it was a strict pull up. Yeah. So, uh, so I watched him do a strict pull up and he was all biceps. And like when we look at the pulling show, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool after, but yeah, man. when you're dead on a 10 minute AMRAP, a minute three, yeah. that sucks. And so we just kind of like broke it down a little bit. And like when you look at a pulling movement, it starts with the scap and then it goes into the bigger mover of the lat. And then for like chest of ours specifically, they finish off with the bicep. So I was giving him uh, single arm ring rows where he was like rotated a little bit. 
and then he was focusing on pulling with the scap, then the lat, and then the bicep. And we would slowly worked that into upper body pulling. And now, uh, I think it was like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. he's like, he had a huge upper body pulling workout, and he's like, my lats are so sore. Yeah, and that's awesome. like right. something we had worked on for a long time. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, just getting those mechanics down right Yeah, now. yeah. Yeah, but it, I mean, it took me a long time to figure it out. It took me probably like two years to sure. figure it out. Yeah. So that's my learning process right there. Like, right. obviously, I kind of failed with that. <laughs> but that's in the, in the, the end, it, yeah. So then yeah. I wanted to ask this question. Um, let's say I'm a young uh, fitness coach. I'm getting into the industry. Um, what do you recommend for this person that's like, I'm just tippy-toeing in? Do I, do I work at, you know, my global gym, mm-hmm. my my small studio, my just online what do i what do i do first if yeah, i want to I mean, be a successful coach i think like if you can find somebody to shadow and mentor like that is like key right there and that'll give you like a huge baseline of where to start out from because you're going to learn kind of like their habits what they like to do and that'll give you kind of like a baseline right and then from there i think you take the step into coaching classes and don't be afraid to fail like uh, that's like one of the biggest things is, that's going to be holding you back as a coach is the uh, insecurities of like teaching somebody wrong or, you know, somebody might get injured or something like that. I'm not saying purposely try to injure people, but um, I think both of you guys can attest like you've probably had somebody that's been injured mm-hmm. while you've been coaching them. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, injuries happen. Um, and unless you're like in here doing like BOSU ball squats with like hand railings, you're yeah. probably not going to injure. Sure. Somebody's probably going to get injured. So like, uh, so don't be afraid to fail. Um, and you're going to learn through kind of like your failures and your mistakes. And so like, I think that's the biggest like part of learning and growing is through failure. And, you know, maybe you start writing individual designs for somebody down the road or like after you coach group classes for like two or three years, um, you know, that's kind of how I started and like seek somebody out, ask for help, always ask for help. Like um, I still go and try and get advice from experts and um, Alexander Lachance, I asked her for help with some of my muscle up clients. Um, So I'm always looking to... uh, ask other people about their opinion and get their advice. Um, and so I don't, I think, I think that kind of gives them like a baseline, but, um, yeah, like mentor, start coaching and then whatever the next step is for you from there. Um, cause I know people need to make a living off of it and like coaching group classes is a tough to make a living off of. So I always think that next step is kind of like, more individual individual work. Yeah. Well, so. That kind of leads us into the next thing, kind of our last thing that we want to get to before we go to our quick fire questions. But so a lot of the members that are listening to this, they kind of see me as the, as their coach and, mm-hmm. you know, they followed me through regionals and be at the games with you and things like that. But I guess they don't get to see me doing a lot of things I do for working out because I'm not jumping into classes. So yeah. um, maybe could you talk a little bit about the cycle that we've been through since going three years ago? Maybe what are some progressions I went through with you and, and kind of what's gotten me to the point I am now and how much do I work out and train and how do you think about my training volume and just kind of anything that comes to you training me and how that works so they can kind of see that from a different lens. Yeah. So, um, DJ moves really, really well. Um, we've had to do some like activation work with him and that's been more in like the last two years. Um, so like you might see him like 
kind of messing around and rolling around in the back. Um, he's doing some like movement and activation work back there. Some of his favorite sessions. Yeah. Very <laughs> um, diligently though. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably one of the best clients I have for it. So, um, but yeah, when we first started, it was more so like dialing him back a little bit. Uh, he constantly wanted to be working out, working out, working out more is better. was always the mentality. Um, he went and visited rich. It's rich's mentality. Right. Works for rich. Doesn't work for everybody else. Um, he went and visited uh, Zach Carcetti and um, Jacob Hepner. Like they ran a fucking like half marathon, half marathon. down there. Um, so like when we first started, it was more so like getting the idea of like, look, you don't always have to be doing something um, to be improving. Like you need the right stimulus to improve, and anything extra or over that is just added work that's added stress on the body that could potentially cause mechanical breakdown later on down the road so that was kind of like our first process was getting him to understand that and um he started to understand that um i think one of the most successful cycles we had with him um his physiology just supports team like he's a great teammate um and just sports uh, supports team CrossFit really, really well. Work to rest ratios, high power output, rest, let your aerobic system kick in and recover. So one of the best cycles we actually had for him was um, in the 2017 season. Um, his goal before 2017, I think, was to snatch 275. We put him through a strength cycle, hit 275. Um, and then we started to give him a little bit more um, strength uh yeah, sorry, strength, speed, endurance work. So what that might look like is on an assault bike, like you assault bike, uh, 1,000 watts for 30 seconds, rest 60 seconds, assault bike, um, 20 cows for time, rest three minutes, and then do a similar progression on the rower, rest five minutes times two or something like that. Um, so basically the sustainability of high power output work. Um uh, I know he was very frustrated that year and he did not have a good open, <laughs> yeah. but they absolutely crushed it. And you can see I trained uh, Nate Dietz very similar on that team um, that year. And they, I think they were, you guys were top 10 in the world, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that speaks, the six at regionals, top 10 in the world yep. going in the second week. And that, I think, speaks volumes of um, how well that team was. Um, and I think the training for that cycle kind of worked pretty well. Wasn't the most fun time during the open but dj trusted the process and i think he came out better on top for it so yeah um now we have him doing a little bit more aerobic work um the teams have dropped down to four people versus six people so he's going to need to be a little bit more aerobic going into um the open and going into regionals this um next year if you guys get a team to together um, so he'll be looking at doing a little bit more. Um, he's, he's a little bit more of like a fast switch dominant athlete. So we'll be giving him more like, uh, kind of steady state work, um, into kind of some higher output, um, higher output work. Um, it's not what we've been doing right now, but that's what's going to be coming. Um, <laughs> <Good to know. laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, and we'll kind of see, I, I think he'll respond pretty well to it, but, um, yeah, that'll kind of be, it's a little bit new grounds for me. Um, I got a lot of this stuff from, um, the science of running. So I'm going to try and implement it into a little bit more mixed work. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what, what's going to be coming up in the future, I guess. Very cool. Yeah. And I've been working um, with Kyle here for three and a half years and it's been just awesome. You know, it's just, it's nice to come in and not have to worry about what am I going to do today? You know, and it's kind of nice having that coach or a trainer that, 
Um, I mean, you've had coaches and trainers before, right? Awesome. Like just to be able to come in and not have to stress about it. Gosh, what am I doing? Am I missing out on this? Am I doing enough? Am I not doing enough? And I think that's probably my favorite part is just trusting that like when I leave, I'm good. I can go home. Like I don't have to worry about shit. I didn't do strip pull-ups there, you know. Everybody needs a coach. I think everybody does need a coach. That's awesome. We'll see, man. Knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, Dennis, and everybody yeah. should, right? Everybody I should. I think have. so. Yeah. Like for me, it just takes the stress off of everything. Kind of like what you were talking about. Like, and I'm terrible with myself. I am a Marine and I like to run to my head in the wall and I like to eat crayons. So I break my body pretty fast if I'm not, if I don't have somebody else looking out for me. So. That's awesome, dude. Well, this has been fun, man. This is super cool. I'm excited that we were able to do this. Let's end with a couple, um, like quick questions. Uh, Mine was, uh, he, he, why why Marines? (laughs) One of the best. I, you know what? (laughs) I'm not ever going to argue with Marine, you know, like we're all on the same team and you guys do what you do. We do what we do. And uh, I, I think it's awesome. You yeah, know, just like the camaraderie the military has, and the, mm-hmm. the banter between the the service branches, one hundred percent. So it's you know at the end of the day, you know it's a we're, we're going down range just like you guys are, yep. and, and we're we're trying to get something done. Yeah, something I'm going to try and instill in my new company is like I've I've had that experience. I know what it's like, and that's something I want to bring to. Yeah. My new company, Tribe by Sebastian Younger, is a great book. If you guys haven't read that, that's my yeah. question. Next question was, yeah. what's the book that you gift the most? Um, well, that would be Culture Code because that's the you first just book gave it to me. Used. All right, <laughs> yeah. but I the, culture like, code? the Culture, culture code. code by uh, Dan Coyle. Dan. He also Dan wrote Coyle. the Town code. code. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. So my my I'm if I were to be able to give books a little bit more, I would definitely I would give three of them. Uh, Mindset by Carol Dweck. Uh, Deep Focus by Cal Newport and then Talent Code by Dan, Dan Coyle. Awesome. I think, we'll have to get into those. Yeah, right? I think those are my yeah, top Roger three there. books. So, cool. um, If you were to do another profession, what would you be doing? Astronaut. Wow, that's really I like fast. how fast it was. Oh, without Boom. a doubt. Yes. I've actually looked into it. It's No shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Pretty hard. That's I'm a little good. bit old for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's awesome, man. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think space is awesome. So if I, that's like the one thing on my bucket list is like going to space. So that's maybe it'll happen. Nice. Maybe it won't. But uh, if you could sit down with anybody, like we are in interview them, somebody alive, who would you pick? <sighs> oh man. You know, I used to think about this in the past as like, I'd like to sit down with, you know, somebody famous or somebody I could get knowledge from. But like, to me, I've started thinking about it differently. Like to me, relationships are really important. Um, and so I actually started choosing people that I haven't seen in a while. And oh, cool. so uh, I might actually see him tonight, but my buddy David um, from the Marine Corps is somebody who I'd like to just sit down and yeah. just chat with oh, um, man, cool. and like hear about him. So I look at that question a little bit differently. Yeah, now. So, I like that though. Yeah. It's a good way to look That's at it. Cool. It's a good way to think of it. Um, last question. Chris and I like to talk about this all the time. What is your biggest fitness pet peeve? <laughs> we talk about our pet peeves all the time. What's your biggest? Oh, let me hear you guys' first. Dude, we have a ton that we talk about this daily. Like, um, complainers. I hate complainers. Come into the gym and okay. instantly complain because you change the energy of yep. the entire totally. gym without yeah. really, you're just thinking about yourself. And yeah. You, you steal people's energy. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I heard this somewhere on a book that I was listening to. I can't remember. I can't find the study anymore, but it was a study that went through, um, the Air Force Academy with, um, cadets and they found the worst, PT or in the platoon, they took their scores and then they took some of the best people's PT scores in the platoon. 
and then they monitored kind of like the first or the worst person's mentality towards improvement. And if that person improved, the top scores improved. If that person was like negative and didn't want to improve and kind of like sucked everybody else down, the top people actually decreased their scores as well. Wow. So it doesn't just affect you. Yeah. It's energy, baby. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. So do you have a pet peeve then? Um, you can't steal that one. Yeah. That's Chris and I is like number one, yeah. dude. Um, uh, <laughs> like in the gym maybe or out of the gym. Oh, DJ, know. you got to come up with your own, bro. Dang. Um, yeah. like, you can't. <laughs> dude, I would just say like people that don't listen. Like, you, you know, you say like this Ooh, is what, yeah. you know, do this and then they just don't do that. But 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 is there sometimes when people, they heard you in a different way. Like you wanted them to move certain way, yeah. but they just. No, I'm talking move. much more simpler. Oh, okay. Like, like, like don't come out too hot and then they come out too hot. Like <laughs> I just told you. But maybe, they, maybe, they, maybe they heard of you a different way. <laughs> That's true. I guess. Your, your pet peeve is uh, if somebody kicks over the fucking chalk. Oh, I'm anti-chalk. But but if somebody kicks something over and spills it, oh, that's your pet peeve. Well, I just know you just created work. Exactly. And you ain't going to do it. <laughs> but that's your person I, I that, thought yeah. that's what you were going to say. Shock, yeah, that's up there. Yeah. That's up do you there. have a call? Oh, it's been so long since I've coached group classes. Like, sure. I don't know if sure. I really have, like... Oh, you think back now. Uh, maybe, I don't know what the, like, what the deal is. Like, maybe people just learn differently. But, like, it's the worst when you're explaining the workout to people and you're looking around and their eyes are just fucking glazed over and you're like, I'm going to have to explain this three more times. <laughs> you already know it's going to happen. <laughs> that's like, that's my pet peeve right there. What's a deadlift again? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, God, man, I just told you. I just showed you. That's funny. Awesome. Kyle, why don't you tell us about um, where people can find you if they want to follow you? Yeah. Or- uh, you can contact me, Kyle Spears coach at gmail.com. Um, you can, get on my Instagram Kyle Spears 90 uh, my company I just started is called blacklisted that Instagram is blacklisted.hq um, so any DM me email me support you this guy yeah yep so. get on board with him um, so that's it for this week hopefully in a couple weeks here we get another guest on we'll keep this my fit podcast rolling absolutely but that's it we're out alright win the day <laughs>